From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 132 for the week of April 25th, 2013. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team. Nancy Johnson, Wayne Toygo, Mary Jo Malata-Willy, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. In this segment, Nancy continues her Southern California 101 series. Where are we going to today, Nancy? We are actually going to talk about Hollywood and Hollywood activities. And then we're going to kind of edge on down to the... Um, Museum Mile is what we call it um, here in Los Angeles. And maybe even we'll pop on to Rodeo while we're at it. So do some shopping, yeah. Oh my gosh. And you if you don't want to pop on to Rodeo by yourself, you can even do it by Hollywood. So we'll talk about that too. So where do you want to get started, Mr. Tom? Excuse me. (laughs) Pick a spot, any spot. Actually, when most people think about it, the latest thing everybody considers the center of Hollywood right now is Hollywood and Highland. Yeah. Holiday and Hollywood and Highland actually has a little bit of a Disney connection because it is right across the street from the El Capitan. And actually, Disney was very um, crucial into bringing this project into play to get a wonderful, unique theme shopping experience and hotel and some kind of high-end, um, high-end, high-profile things in Hollywood. Because as some of you may and or may not know, Hollywood was pretty darn skanky about 20 years ago and is still kind of skanky in a few spots, but we don't talk about those as much. And they're kind of slowly petering out. But... It is, of course, the land where dreams are made, and everybody wants to see Hollywood. Everybody wants to see the famous sign and be a part of it all, walk the walk of fame right along Hollywood Boulevard. Hollywood is best accessed from Anaheim and the Disneyland Resort by Interstate 5 North, connecting to to the 101 going west. It splits off as a left exit from Interstate 5. Just follow it all the way down to you reach Kalanga or the Hollywood Bowl exit. And you'll just take that and bear south, and you'll be right smack dab in the middle of everything. And the big Hollywood and Highland Complex will be right there on your right. Now, that's pretty much a recommended parking Space, everything in Hollywood charges you cash to park. The nice thing about Hollywood and Highland is a lot of its restaurants validate, as well does the uh, many of the movie theaters. So if you're heading into Hollywood to go see a movie at the El Capitan, which is owned by Disney, if you're checking out Jimmy Kimmel, then Hollywood and Highland is going to be your safest and most reasonable place to park. I like to call it the bowels of the earth but that's neither here nor there. It is a very deep parking garage. If you are not 
driving, you're taking the train, you're going to connect into Union Station and hit the Metrolink, the red line, and you're going to take the red line and get off the subway right underneath Hollywood and Highland. Now, once you're there, what is there to do in a very short walking distance? You actually have several museums. You have a number of famous hot spots. And all the people watching you could care to imagine. So let's start off with what is immediately in the Hollywood and Highland vicinity, like right across the street. First, we've talked about the El Capitan Theater, and we've got a couple blogs, um, which we could probably provide links to in the show notes, that feature going to see a movie at the El Cap. So I won't get into that too much. Right next door to Hollywood and Highland is the famous Man's Chinese Theater, or Grauman's Chinese Theater, which also serves as the original icon to Disney Hollywood Studios. And who knows, maybe the future icon again. Um, Grauman's is famous for a couple things, but mostly for... Dole Whips. Yes, how did you know? <laughs> you know, I'm off. I'm getting off the darn... I'm done. I'm done with the fact that everybody gets Dole Whips. It's part of like citizen. You get your citizenship actually, card. You get, and there's a bag of Dole Whip stuff. That's actually you get Dole Whips while a a never mind. A actually, you get Dole Whips while you see while you get to see Hello Kitty walk by you, and boy, does she look like she was road hard and put away wet. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Have you ever seen the uh, the Hello Kitty in front of Man's Chinese Theater? Oh my god! Oh. What you're talking about, all right. I, yeah, all, all I, need, back. Yeah. I need some alone time because you mentioned Dole Whips with the uh, Road Hard and Hello Kitty, and that's like the two things that just <laughs> said you together. were the Yeah, so. <laughs> so Grumman's is famous for what? Besides having a wide range of very scary looking versions of your favorite or what you think used to be your favorite television and movie and cartoon characters. Um, it is famous for celebrity handprints and footprints and other incendiary prints um, that were done at movie premieres that were hosted at the theater. So it's... Mm-hmm. I think the latest one they had was um, the... Uh Oh shoot! I'm sorry, I forgot. Iron Man three is opening. Just opened up the, over there, but that was at the El Capitan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tom. You have to delete that. <laughs> well, now I do. Yeah. I was gonna say I don't know what I don't know who the last um, the last. Uh, I think it was R2D2 in 1978. That sounds about right. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. No, I mean they they pretty much have filled. Most of the spots, there aren't any really no. neat spots. Yes, there are. There's, there are? There's some, yeah. Um, I was there in December. They had just put some new ones in. Um, there's hmm. some pretty recent ones in there. And there are still some, em- there's a, a few empty. Oh, I know um, the Harry Potter kids are in. I know the Harry yeah. Potter 
wands are in there. And they're wands, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it's really, really fun. Cool imprints. Yeah. They're not kids. Oh, they- they're not kids it's- anymore. They have hair. <laughs> and have performed naked on stage. <laughs> so. So. And that's there how we go. know. Never mind. <laughs> this is taking a weird turn. But one of the favorite things, once you can get past all the people who are trying to get money out of you or trying to book you on on a trip or take your picture for, you know, undisclosed amounts of money just because they can, um, once you muscle your way past all that, it's really fun to go in and, and see how your feet and hands size up to, you know, your favorite actors and stuff. So as long as you don't compare your footprints to Ed the Talking Horse or Francis the Talking Mule or Trigger or whoever it was that's in there. There's horse footprints in there. I do know that much. Um, you know, it's it's really fun. And going to see a movie inside that theater is amazing, too, because it's done in the old... Um, the perceived oriental style or the perceived um, glory days of Hollywood type style. Um, everything's all ornamentation like crazy, big fixtures on the ceiling, um, just incredibly ornate and elegant. That's the word I'm trying to look for is ornate. Um, Ian and I went on our first date there and Aww. went and saw a movie. Because, you know, that's what movie the did thing you see? to do. Um, where dreams may come with Robin Williams. Oh God! Okay. We saw earthquake there when they came around with this brand new technology called sensor round. Made you feel like you were right there. <laughs> I remember that. We'll have to talk about another theater that you can go to in Hollywood, not very far from Hollywood and Highland. And that's the ArcLight. The ArcLight is the original Cinerama Dome. And that's another place that's really fun to go see a movie. And they have a great restaurant inside the theater. So I didn't realize that they had redone the Cinerama Dome. So that's now the yeah. Arclight? Yeah, that's the Arclight. And it's reserved seating. I saw so the you Blue buy your Linda. ticket online and, and you get an exact spot. And we saw um, Les Miserables, or not Les Miserables, Phantom of the Opera when it came out there. It was the first time I'd ever been in the Cinerama Dome. And that was really cool. So, besides having a ton of places to see movies, you have a few more places which you can see the history of movies. And one of those is the um, the Hollywood Museum. And it is just across the street on Highland. And it's in a building that has a lovely marquee of the front that says Max Factor. And that was Max Factor's original studios. And, of course, Max Factor is known now for, you know, the cosmetics line, and that was because he designed most of the original um, makeups for use in movies and Hollywood actresses. So there's a lot of really cool things you can see in, you know, based on the history of making movies in the Hollywood Museum. We'll have a link to that and how to get tickets for that. Um, I actually saw, you know, how I always love to talk about Amazon Local and how you can find some occasional good tourist deals on Amazon Local. Well, Amazon Local just recently had a, um, I think it was over half price off. 
I think it was $15 for either two or four people to go into the Hollywood Max Museums. I mean, the Hollywood Museum. Now, not to be confused with the Hollywood Wax Museum, which is on Hollywood Boulevard, the other direction across from the uh, Hollywood and Highland Complex. And the Hollywood Wax Museum is one of two wax museums that exist in Hollywood. It is also the original wax museum for celebrity figures. And they actually own a couple other museums. I think there's one in Branson and one in Pigeon Forge, uh, Tennessee. And they are fairly interesting. It's a family business, and they started out doing wax figures very early on. So it's not the same as the other museum, which has hundreds of years of background, which is Madame Tussauds. And Madame Tussauds is on the other side of the Grauman's Chinese Theater, which is not called the Grauman's Chinese Theater anymore. It is called, I believe, the the TCS Theater. It just got bought by another company. Oh, I'm sorry, the TCL Theater. Um, where is where is this located now? Grauman's Chinese Theater. Oh, is, yeah. If you even look on Wikipedia or something, you'll see a picture. And the theater actually sits back in a courtyard. And if you walk to the left of the theater courtyard, you will get to um, Madame Tussauds. There will be another little courtyard. And you'll see Madame Tussauds right there. The Hollywood Wax Museum is the opposite direction, and the same people that operate that also operate the Guinness Book of World Records Museum across the street. Not to be confused with the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum across the street. (laughs) Now, otherwise in Hollywood, there are, as we mentioned on another show, there are tons of little theaters. There are the Hollywood stars home tours and a lot of great restaurants. Now there's also kind of a mix. You've got a lot of little hot spots and clubs in Hollywood. That's a big area for clubs. If you like the nightlife, one of the places that's now really up and coming is the Roosevelt hotel, which is diagonal across the street from the Hollywood Highland man's theater, Chinese theater complex. So, Head on over there. They have a great brunch. They have some great food in their restaurants. And there's um, lots of little things which talk about early Hollywood there. Um, there's a rumored ghost of, I believe, Marilyn Monroe, which I don't really understand since she didn't die there. But um, Gable and Lombard began their relationship in the penthouse suite there. So, you know, different pieces of old Hollywood that really start coming to life. There's also an In-N-Out Burger just a couple blocks away. And Hollywood High School is right next to it, just a couple blocks away. Hollywood High School, which was actually a famous high school for um, many celebrities, has, I believe, I believe they have a tour or a museum inside Hollywood High School. Um, so, Once you've kind of gotten an idea of what Hollywood is like, 
A mile or two down the road is Wilshire Boulevard. Now, you can actually get there from Hollywood and Highland if you don't have a car. You can actually get there off of a Starline Tour stop, um, and you can get to Museum Mile. You have the La Brea Tar Pits, the Peterson Auto Museum, and the world-famous Los Angeles County Museum of Art, otherwise known as LACMA. And LACMA is going to be expanding in um, 2016, for those of you who plan like to plan far into the distance. Um, they will be opening a huge entertainment museum, which will be the future home of the Oscars. Right there on the LACMA campus, they're taking a historic, I believe a Sears building or old Robinson May shopping um, department store building, which is on the corner and currently used for, has been currently used for um, traveling events and modern, some modern art pieces. Um, They're taking that facility and building it into an amazing location. And if you go on to the Academy Awards website, um, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, you can actually look and see some of the drawings for it and stuff. It looks like it's going to be an amazing addition to the, the neighborhood there. But with all of those museums right there, you could make half a day of it on your own. Um, I'm not into cars or car museums, and I love the Peterson. I was incredibly surprised when I went there at how cool it was. And I'm a minor museum geek, but it took a subject I really didn't have much interest in, which cars are a big thing here in Southern California. They are. The development of cars, the development of hot rods and and auto modifications and stuff. The history is just amazing. Of course, who doesn't come here and want to go to the La Brea Tar Pits? Who does not want to see the statues of mastodons in oozing, bubbling methane tar pits? I always recommend the La Brea Tar Pits. I, I love I, the Tar Pits. Yep. We we went through a period where everyone who visited us visited us within a three or four month period. Everyone wanted to go to the Tar Pits, so we mm-hmm. saw the Tar Pits a lot. And okay. what's what's cool? The Page Museum on the property is really really neat. They've got a lot of um, wonderful fossil displays presented very well. As a matter of fact. Um, in their in their museum, but not only that, they have dig pits that are current and functioning. So depending on what time of the year you go, you'll often find um, archaeology students digging yeah. and paleontology students digging. And it is just nasty. Oh my God! What they have to go through to dig the tar pits—it just gives you a whole new respect. And what's even cooler is this beautiful, lush grounds that, um, nice and green, well manicured grounds. You'll be walking along, and all of a sudden, you'll see a little yellow barricade because the tar just all of a sudden decided to come up through it. <laughs> it's one of the well, cool things yeah. about the tar pits. <laughs> I, or and like like you're saying, Nancy, you're walking along the sidewalk. And you'll see the, the tar start to bubble up, and as it grows, they put a barrier around it. Yep. It's amazing. And it, it, it gives you such 
a really hands-on, I don't want to say a hands-on experience of what these animals went through, but that was a big thing about tar pits is they were often covered with leaves and stuff and animals would walk along thinking it was ground and step right in. So the history of the tar pits is very cool. They presented incredibly well. A few feet over, you get the big rock because the tar pits does share its grounds with the Los Angeles County Museum of Art. And I'm sure that if you've lived in America over the last two, three years, you probably heard all about what we in L.A. called the Big Damn Rock. (laughs) As it was hauled from wherever they got it from all the way across town and made this journey just like the Space Shuttle Endeavor did. (laughs) Only it was placed in this installation, which is, frankly, is actually kind of cool. Um on the Lachma grounds, and you actually can walk underneath it. It's The rock is actually balanced on the installation, and it's the focal point of the installation. It's pretty cool. Um, there are several other outdoor installations. If you don't want to pay to go into the Los Angeles County Museum of Art, you can still appreciate different things on the ground without having to check out any admitting, admission fee. So that's one section. Like I said, we call that Museum Mile for, obviously, all the museums. Now, you can go straight down Wilshire Boulevard, the Museum Mile, and end up in Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. And, of course, on your as you're coming into Beverly Hills, (laughs) on your left will be the, any guesses? The Regent Beverly Wilshire, which was? Pretty Woman. The famous hotel from Three Women. Another Disney connection. <laughs> um, that actually sits at the base of one of the Rodeo um, entrances. Um, it's several small shops and several one-way streets. If you're on any one of like the Starline tours or the open-air bus tours of Hollywood, you'll very often end up driving straight down Rodeo Drive. And you can tell who's a tourist, and you can tell who's a shopper. It's incredibly easy. And basically, they were right in Pretty Woman. You can you can really tell the difference. If you're there to shop, you're dressed a certain way. So if you don't want to look like a tourist, and you do decide you want to go to Rodeo Drive for the day, keep in mind... Don't wear jeans. Wear something a little more um, upscale. Wear nice jewelry. And walk like you mean it. And don't take pictures. (laughs) (laughs) That'll pretty much uh, tag you out. But there are some absolutely amazing looking stores there, which I've never been into, frankly. Um, And there's a few cute little walk streets. I think that's the most charming part of Rodeo Drive, and it's something that nobody ever really talks about. It's called the, um, oh, head on the tip of my tongue. Is it called the Shops at Rodeo or the Avenue at Rodeo? Oh, it's so pretty right there. Oh, my God. It looks like a little Italian town. Yeah, it's cobblestone, and it's just a real pretty. You don't drive up there, actually. You just walk on it. I have to tell you, my my, uh, my friends went over there, and one of them, I think she had her Louis Vuitton uh, purse on her. 
Yeah. And when they walked up there, they went to one of the sidewalk cafes, and once they saw that purse that she had, they sat them immediately. They 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 definitely paid attention to the um, like you're saying how you have to go a little bit more upscale. Yeah. Because of her purse, they were treated a little bit with uh, some uh, more deferential treatment of them than some of the other people who were there. You know. Yep. So. It's very true. And Rodeo Drive does have its own website. And, oh, it's called The Walk at Rodeo. I believe. Ah, so so if people go there with their Dooney and Burke Disney purses, are, are they going to get preferential <laughs> treatment? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, what about a big bag of Dole Whip mix? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Tony, that's... That's that's one that you'll have over on them. I doubt that they uh, sell Dole Whip over there. But, the, you know, the shops, they have this one shop. It's called uh, Bijan. I don't, you mm-hmm. might know of it, Nancy. Yeah, I do. thought and that was a dog. Bijan, well, it's not a Bijan Versailles. It's just Bijan. <laughs> and um, the the owner, he passed away, but his wife still still runs it. In fact, we were there um, just the other day, and they had their Jaguar red. It's yellow and black in front of the uh in front of the shop, but you have to have an appointment and they will not let you ha- uh, make an appointment to go. In- they sell suits. They won't let you have an appointment unless you have a minimum of $1,500, I think, in your, in your credit. Cause you have to, um, that's the minimum purchase over there for their suits is $1,500, but you have to have an appointment just to go inside the shop. Yeah. So it's very, it's elite. very true. It's very true. And it's called the Rodeo Collection. I just checked on their website. Um, parking in Beverly Hills, the meters do take credit cards. Good to know. And it is very difficult to find parking. Yes, I went to Sprinkles. It took me like an hour to find a parking space. It was horrible. Okay. Well, I tell you, one of my favorite places is actually just off um, like a block and a half over and I always have a hard time finding finding places to park, but it's a little chocolatier called Madame Chocolat, and she studied with Jacques Torres, um, the famous, famous pastry ch- pastry chef. So you'll find lots of little places kind of like that all throughout that area. Um, now, there's some great places to eat in that area. There's also oh, yeah. some very um, – there's also some very – Natural name are, are very familiar places. There, are, there are some chain places in the area too. You just kind of have to take a look at it and decide what you want. And oh, the Beverly Wilshire is now owned by the Four Seasons. I didn't know that. It's not a region hotel anymore. That's interesting. I'm always so used to calling it the Region Beverly Wilshire. Cool. Learn something new every day, even when you have mm-hmm. a segment that you're supposed to prepare for. <laughs> um, there's always facts to learn about the area. But like I said, that's one of the biggest things that um, that people like to do is go to Rodeo Drive. If you're an architecture guru or an art modern art guru, um, you'll want to check out the Pacific Design Center. And that's up on Santa Monica Boulevard near Robertson. And it's a big, giant blue building. You can't miss it. Multiple stories. And this is basically the home of um, 
one of LACMA's contemporary arts installations. Um, and also every single major furniture designer or big name designer has a little shop inside the Pacific Design Center. So it's really cool to go in and, and experience the building's unique architecture while you go up and down and window shop all of the really cool places there are to see. And just it's a great place if you're really into art design and fashion, if you're just a geek like that, it's a really cool place to go. And some people find it very high on their list as a place to visit. Um especially if you're, you know, buying a house or getting really good ideas on how to redo yours. It's it's very inspirational. Also in the same vicinity, um, you have an easy way to get back on Sunset. Remember I kept saying a lot of these places are like a block or two apart. You've got Sunset, Santa Monica, Wilshire. All of those are eventually going to take you to the ocean. Sunset is a really cool drive because it does take you through Beverly Hills, but it also takes you through a very interesting part of West Hollywood, and that is the part famed for its club and comedy scenes. So you'll go by places like the Whiskey-A-Go-Go or uh, the Comedy Shop, places where you'll... The Comedy Shop. Not the Comedy Shop. What is it? The Comedy Uh, Store. Comedy Store. Sorry, Shop Store. We've been there once. Um, But there are all these great places you can stop at. There's a House of Blues up that way. A lot of really high-end restaurants. And eventually you'll putter yourself down into Santa Monica. And Santa Monica we've talked about on the show before. Um, They have the Third Street Promenade, which is an incredible walking district, shopping district, full of all kinds of um, great shops, restaurants, nightlife, street performers, a really very uniquely Santa Monica kind of place. Santa Monica is also a quick walk from that Third Street Promenade down to the ocean. And you've got a really fun beach there. You've got the pier, which has a, one of the famous pier amusement parks, the Paradise Pier section of Disney's California Adventures based off of. You've got a small aquarium there. A lot of really nice walking paths. One thing that if you're in for a beach day, while I don't necessarily always recommend getting in the water on a beach day, that's a perfect time where you can actually rent a bike or a pair of roller blades and you can actually make it very easily all the way down the coast to Venice Beach, which is another famous um, spot. You know, LA, Con- LA Confidential with Steve Martin, the, uh, the famed guy in white wearing the roller blades and playing the guitar going back and forth. He's still there. Um, You'll see a lot of little street vendors, um, entertainers, the muscle guys at Muscle Beach, a lot of great little restaurants that line Venice, as well as a lot of amazing pieces of property and real estate that are right there, Oceanside, which cost more than any of us will ever make in a day. Um, Speak for yourself. Someday I'll make that. You're a teacher. I just remind you. Someday, 
Someday is a great that, lecturer that, that, and that, educator. <laughs> I guess, wow. Lots of teachers on the Diz, too. Lots of teachers on the Diz, and let's face it, those teachers know that they will never make enough to afford a house on Venice. (laughs) Why? Who doesn't? There's other means of income, Nancy. Teachers are multifaceted and can do multiple things. They can. My mother was a teacher. My grandmother was a teacher. Yeah, you better keep digging yourself out of that one. Wow. (laughs) Anyways. I know I'm never going to make that, and I'm in nuclear medicine. What? That's even when you just take yourself a deeper hole. I know I'm nuclear medicine. I'm sorry. i just just a teacher with a master's degree. I don't know anything. I know, and they don't pay you near what you're worth. I love you trying to get out of this, but that's okay. No, but I'm saying teachers don't get paid what they're worth. and they're- This is going to be edited out anyways, Tom, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you've gone to Venice or Venice isn't your cup of tea, the other thing you can do from Santa Monica is head north, and heading north from Santa Monica puts you in Malibu. Malibu, on the way to Malibu, you're going to pass a couple really cool places. Um, one of them being, uh, one of them being, well, Gladstone's Fish, which is right there on the ocean. It's a great place to stop and get a, a nice lunch and enjoy the views. You're also going to get into the Pacific Palisades um, right before then. You're also going to end up right before a series of can- in, in a series of mountains and canyons that separates Malibu out from uh, this portion of the LA coastal basin. And those are fabulous places to head up and go hiking. Topanga National Park and to, in Topanga Canyon. And not, not just hiking, just like you can yeah. you just do wild walks to uh, waterfalls yep. and just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful little areas. Mm. Uh, one of the things I like about um, Topanga Canyon and Topanga Canyon National Park is that you can not go very far into the park you stop someplace, grab a great picnic lunch, go up to the the beginning of the hiking trails. So you don't have to hike very far in, and you'll be at a lovely point where there's a peak, which you can see on either side of the mountain range. So you've got um, you've got the ocean to one side of you, and then you've got uh, part of the valley to the other side of you, and you can kind of see that section of town. So you really get a feel for how L.A. is all separated out by mountains. So it's kind of a cool thing to do. And, of course, the beaches in Malibu, it's world famous for its beaches. A lot of great places to eat in Malibu. There's a wonderful little deli that's in, like, the first – it's like in the first shopping plaza you you come into before you hit – the campus of um, Pepperdine University. Um, and it's great food. You're going to get a lot of organic restaurants in a lot of little organic farms on the way to Malibu. You're also going to see the most expensive trailer park you've ever seen. <laughs> and honest to God, there's a literally a trailer park overlooking the ocean. So that's another great way to do it. Another thing you can do when you're going up that drive, which is on the PCH, the Pacific Coast Highway, you've heard us talk about that in Mary Jo's segment about going south from LAX, um, 
going north, you run into the Getty Villa, which yeah. was the original Getty Museum, which That's is beautiful, re- which has been reopened. They have a fabulous restaurant, a lot of great, great pieces of art there. Um, also a great place to just take a, take a break, stroll around, magnificent vistas. So something else you can do. You can also go all the way down to into Penga Canyon, like Mary just said. There's a lot of great places to walk, but that also will cut you back up into the valley as well. That will take you over the mountains and back to um, the 101 freeway, and you can circle all the way around. So there's a wonderful restaurant called Into the Seventh Ray, fabulous Sunday brunch. Um, in Topanga Canyon, and it's right off the main drive. So lots of really phenomenal things. You can see mountains. You can see beach. You can see just pretty much everything if you go to the west side. Keep in mind, it will take you a little bit extra long to get into those areas. Um, the UCLA campus is also along your way into there, along the 405 freeway, um, and it's off San, um, off Sunset Boulevard as well, as well as um, several celebrity homes, which you'll see on your celebrity bus tour drive, such as Bill Cosby's house, um, and numerous gates where you can't see anything, but someone important lives back there. Um, so... Keep in mind there's all kinds of great things you can do, but also keep in mind that you're driving city traffic. So if you're caught in rush hour in these areas, just don't let it get you crazy. Breathe. Breathing is very important when stuck in L.A. rush hour on city Mm -hmm. traffic. There's no freeway that's going to take you from one side to the other. There just isn't. All the freeways skirt the major areas. So if you really want to do the the west side, um, go for it. I think you'll really find um, find it educational in some respects. You'll find it fun in a lot of respects. And it's just a big picture of how we live out here. I think it's worth a shot. Awesome. We have more than we've actually, I, I want to say we do have a lot more than we've actually said on the show. There's just no possible way we could cram in everything that's available in that section of town. But, you know, just head onto the website, head out to the internet and see what you can find. Awesome. Thank you, Nancy. That is going to do it for this segment of the Design Plug. Be sure to catch our other Disneyland shows this week. And of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.